0: In Parshas ve'yeshev we read where the brothers sold Yosef to a group of Arab merchants. The Pasik says, Their camels were laden with a pleasant aroma of spices. And this was very unusual. The Medrash says, Arabs normally carried oil. Arabs were always oil merchants. But now they were carrying spices. Because it was specially arranged so that Yosef should not suffer from a pungent odor. So how did it come about that these particular Arabs that bought Yosef were carrying nice smelling spices? So the Mepharshim explained that Hashem is always precise in His execution of judgment. Mishpete Hashem Emes. The judgment of Hashem is exact. It's precise, concise, and meticulous. A person will not get one iota more or less punishment that they deserve. It's perfect. So it was decreed on Yosef to be sold and transported to Mitzrayim. However, it was not decreed the, the additional suffering of foul-smelling oil on his journey down there. So Hashem arranged through Ashgach Pratas that this particular caravan be loaded with a pleasant aroma of spices. On the surface, what difference does it really make to a person when he's being hauled off to prison, whether he's being transported in a fully stacked limousine or in a hot foul-smelling bus with bars on the window? This person is so depressed and despondent, he will hardly care or even notice his mode of transportation. Likewise, it is unlikely that Yosef, who had to deal with the hardship of being separated from his parents, being thrown into a pit with snakes and scorpions, being sold into slavery by his own brothers, would be comforted by the fact that he was fortuitous and being in a pleasant smelling caravan. So what is the Medrash teaching us? So once saw a very powerful idea. The fact that those Arab merchants were carrying fragrances instead of foul-smelling oil lies a very fundamental psychological lesson on how we should view challenging times in our life. If when a person is going through a difficult time, they still have the ability to see the Ad Hashem within their challenges and suffering, that will mitigate their sense of misery. Often when a person is going through a calamity, they will feel a sense of despondency and hopelessness and perceive as if Hashem has abandoned them. He has forgotten about me. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't understand the troubles I'm going through. However, if a person can see the silver lining in the cloud, if a person can see the ad Hashem within his trials and tribulations, then they will say, I'm going to get through this. I have not been forsaken by Hashem. When Yosef realized this strange phenomenon of Arab merchants transporting fragrances instead of the customary foul-smelling oil, he realized that the rabbi Nishlein was still watching over him regardless of the gravity of the situation in which he found himself in. We find this concept when people experience a tragedy in their life. Sometimes we hear from a victim of a home invasion where thieves walked off with all their valuables. The owner of the house will scour the home looking for anything to salvage and they will come across some old photos and they'll say, I'm so grateful that at least I have these pictures of my grandparents or my grandchildren, items that have such sentimental value to me. Who can forget Hurricane Sandy when people abandoned their homes and possessions and ran for their lives. When they returned, their worst fears were realized when they saw that everything was lost. If among the ruins and the rubble, a person finds an old letter or a watch that he received from his caller when he was engaged many, many years ago, that gives him tremendous consolation. Is that picture going to rebuild his house? He's still homeless. So how do these items help him cope with the tragedy that he's dealing with now? The idea is that if one is able to perceive the good within their troubles, then he's able to find some comfort in the fact that Hashem has not totally abandoned him. And it gives him tremendous strength and courage to carry on and rebuild his life. When Yosef Atzadik was thrown into that caravan, he rationalized, I'm in a caravan full of Arabs, being transported to a foreign country, far away from my family. My future is unknown, but Hashem is with me. He's watching me. He hasn't abandoned me. There's still hope. Next week, we celebrate the Nes Chanukah. What do we celebrate? The fact that one small jar of oil miraculously burned for eight days. What about the miracle of the war? That was a far greater ness. Rabban biyad ma'atam. The Eden were vastly overmatched. Hundreds of thousands of seasoned soldiers were defeated by novices. 30 yeshiva guys. Yehuda and the Maccabees with their baseball bats beating down an army that was far superior to them. It's like a coil in Lakewood, demolishing the U.S. Army. The miracle of oil was minuscule in comparison to the miracle of the war. But our main focus on Chanukah is the miracle of the oil, to demonstrate that a tiny miracle is also not lost on us. We perceive the Yad Hashem in every facet of our lives. Even if we are in Golis for almost 2,000 years, just like Hashem revealed to Yosef Tzaddik. If we perceive these tiny little messages, these little daily miracles, we will realize that Hashem has not forgotten us. A story is told about a 50-year-old bacher from Baltimore that went to Reb Chaim Kanievsky and asked for a bracha for a shidduch. And Reb Chaim told him, maybe your kala wasn't born yet. And the guy walks out of there and he's confused and distraught. Does that mean I'll never get married? Or I'll marry when I'm 80? Six months later, he gets engaged to a 40-year-old Giyaris. And she just converted two months earlier. Now he understood what Reb Chayim meant. Chazal say, Gershon is Gair, Kekat and Someone who converts to Judaism, it's as if they were just born. So according to Allah, when he was Reb Chayim, she wasn't born yet. Even when the situation looks bleak, Hashem does not forget about any Yid. So we can never, Give up hope. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.